Welcome to the Unstoppable Grit Podcast, where we dive into the mindset shifts and practical tools to help you break through the roadblocks standing between you and achieving your goals. I'm your host, Danielle Kobo, a former Fortune 500 senior sales manager who spent 15 years in the medical device industry and now the best-selling author of the book, Unstoppable Grit. Think of this podcast as your go-to source for career advice and burnout prevention strategies to help you build a career and life you love. Now let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Dream Job with Danielle Kobo. I'm Danielle Kobo, and today's guest is a former news anchor. She supports women in gaining confidence on camera, and she also supports coaches on developing their brand so they can grow their business to seven figures. Our guest today is Molly Trotter, and I'm so excited for her to be joining us today. Thank you so much, Molly. Uh, thank you, Danielle. I'm excited to be here. Yes. Yeah, so. Tell us a little bit about your career journey, because you have definitely made some pivots throughout your career to get to where you're at today. And you, for the audience that's listening, this woman is powerful. She's extremely successful. And if you're not following her on Instagram, you absolutely need to be following her. And of course, I'll include her links in the show notes. So tell me a little bit about uh, your career story and your journey. Yeah. So I always like to say, long story short, I feel like we all have that, right? There's so much life that has been lived, but I got into the news industry because I really wanted to be able to tell people stories and really give like the underdog a voice. Uh, there's so many people out there. We all can talk, right? But not many of us have that confidence to really speak up and share something. So I said, why not get into TV? Everybody watches it. Let's get into it. And then when I got in there about two years in, I said, oh, no, I am not going to be doing this long term. It's so toxic. And the people there are very just like kind of depressing. Like there's just not a lot of liveliness and light in that industry. So I really did my best to bring that in there. And um, along the way, I was building my brand as well. Because I was like, "Okay, being a TV personality, build your brand, kind of bring them along behind the scenes. People love that. But when I realized that I started to kind of get into my own thing, because I'm not going to lie, when I was in the news, the money was horrible. It was terrible. I had opened up three credit cards to survive. Most people don't even realize how bad the money can be at some of these stations, unless you're in an LA or Chicago, New York type of situation. And I really started kind of building out um, an, another stream of income. And that was in the, the health and wellness industry. And I had a really great transformation. And I, gosh, I mean, I think I lost like 12 pounds, like 17% body fat. Like I really got lean. And I was like, wow, that took a lot of work. But then when I put, I posted a before and after picture, basically my job threatened to fire me. I ended up on a news blog where we got phone calls in from all over the country being like, is this the, is this your news reporter? Is this her? And I'm just like, what is the deal? Like you have, there's people around um, the news industry that are getting on bikini competitions, getting on stages, showing off way more than what I was showing, but I became the villain. So long story short, I, I said, no, I'm not going to take that down. And then basically it just got too much. They got pressure from the top and they ended up firing me because of this before and after photo. And I said, this is insane. This was my social media, mine personally. And you want to fire me for inspiring other people. Obviously it wasn't as cut and dry to them. So I remember very vividly, they let me go. I left the industry, felt like a really big burden lift. And I was so grateful for that. 
And at the same time, to be honest, I can't remember now, it's been so long, but I call him my almost ex-fiance. He basically, um, I found out he was cheating on me with somebody else. So within weeks of each other, I got let go of a job that I gave my everything to, let go of the person that I thought I loved and had to create something different. But luckily what I did is I saw the power of the digital side of things. And I said, okay, I'm at a low point right now. I'm not going to lie, but what would it hurt to bring people in on this journey of kind of rising up, rising up like a Phoenix from the ashes. Right. So I got really good at being able to share my story. People kept asking me, how do you do that? I need to build my brand on social media. I see that it's something that'd be really, you know, viable. And I really just started plugging into that and, you know, expediting to now five years later, really being able to help people. Number one, gain their confidence on camera of sharing their story, being clear. Here's who I am. Take it or leave it type of a deal. And then being able to share with the right audience on social media, all the way up to, we have a social ad agency, which really helps coaches and consultants kind of have that backend team to really scale to seven figures. But it's really about giving the right people a voice and giving them that confidence that you have what it takes to share your story and it matters. You know, I really want to acknowledge you for something because to be vulnerable not only in the people that we are around in our inner circle and in our tribe, but to be vulnerable and take that a step further on social media really takes a lot of courage. And, and to also have confidence within yourself to be able to share that image and to know that you had really transformed yourself and you want to inspire others, women to do that. And unfortunately, you know, that news company had lost somebody who was inspiring and at the same time, you really, when one door closes, another door opens and your vulnerability and your ability to, to just share with other people your journey has what's led to your success today. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. And, and it's not, it may sound easy coming out of my mouth now, but there were times where I got a lot of backlash. I had friends and family that basically followed me and unfollowed me, followed me and unfollowed me on social media. They couldn't handle it. And I had to really dig deep and say, hey, you know what? It's not for them. I know there's something so much greater inside of me that's going to be birthed. And this is what we've seen five years later. And I'm so grateful for that. But there was a lot of painful moments where family turning their back on me and, and friends being like, I don't get it. And just feeling so alone. And that was really tough. And it got to the point where I knew I had to move away from my family because I had to kind of like, you can't be a prophet in your own land. You got to go move away because what you do isn't for everyone. I had to really separate myself from people I really cared about because I knew in order for me to separate, in order for me to elevate, I had to separate and not saying I'm better than anybody. That's definitely not it. It's just, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. And to have that from family members is really hard. So for people that are listening, there's going to be moments like that. There's going to be the trolls, as I call them online, that are going to try to bring you down to their level because they don't want to see other people succeed because it causes them to question in their own life where am I not stepping up to the plate with my gifting and my purpose? And I knew for me that I was put in the television world for a lot of reasons to really gain a skill set, be really good with people, tell stories. And now that I get to do that, but amplify the stories that really matter, that really do make a change. I just, I'm so great. I get goosebumps. I just so grateful every day that I get to wake up and do that because it's such an honor to do that. It really is. And I, I also want to really kind of speak to what you're saying, where you're talking about not everybody, you're not a cup of tea for everybody. And that's okay because, you know, whether you're in a leadership role or whether you're in, you know, as an individual contributor, no matter what, or even a business owner, there's always going to be those people that love you, 
and want to support you and hold you high and want to support you in succeeding. And there's always going to be those people that don't like you. There's just some reality to it. We're, we're not going to please everybody. And the minute that you try to please everybody, you're really stripping your own joy. And so when you do things for yourself and you surround yourself with the tribe that supports you and holds you high, that's when you really get to come into your own and be the person that you want to be and the impact that you get to make. Yes, exactly. I love that. And that's what really matters is you want to be in alignment with yourself before you figure out, hey, who likes me over here? Who likes me over there? There's a lot of people at the end of the day, they look in the mirror and they don't even know who they're looking at. They don't like themselves. They walk away and they're like, I don't even know that person because you spent so long ignoring what it is that you know you should be doing or what you truly want out of wanting to please other people and coming from a, you know, formal people pleaser. And sometimes it slips out. I'm not going to lie. I'm not perfect, but I know I'm like, is this, I run everything through a truth filter. I'm like, if somebody says something negative to me, or if I'm doing something that's out of alignment, I run it through the filter. I'm like, is this something that is going to support me in the long run? Is this something where maybe somebody lashed out at me? Does it have anything to do with me and how I showed up, but how I can respond if somebody responds negatively to a post or a comment or something, I'm going to respond with grace and love and empathy because chances are they're probably not getting that anywhere in their life. Hence why they're washing out at you because there's something that you're poking at them. You're like, oh, there's something you should look at. And it's really kind of indirect poke, but people are, they're hurting, you know, and being able to really give them a, a space for those that say, Hey, you know what? I have something of value here. I know my story is meant to be mentorship to somebody else. How do I put that out there? Because when people look at social media, they're like, this is exhausting. Should I be on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube? Like, where do I go? And we just talked about this, Danielle. You're mainly on LinkedIn, which you crush it over there. I'm mainly on Instagram. And it's really hard, especially if you do it yourself, like, you know, being able to be all the things to everyone on every platform, pick something you're really good at and really focus in on. Just kind of like you, you do a great job at LinkedIn. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate it. And I love, you know, how you and I were able to connect with through Instagram, even though that's not my primary platform, I still really enjoy following women on there that are inspiring and empowering because, you know, no matter what platform you, you are on or support, um, you get to connect with people. And that's one of the reasons why I love social media. If you use it for the purpose of connection, Um, And you're contributing, right? Because some people will just scroll, scroll, take, 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 take. When you take it a step further and you're actually commenting and connecting with people, that's when you get to really create relationships. Mm, Exactly. Like, don't be a, don't be a taker, be a giver. And then by the time when you give, you feel good too. It's like, people are like, oh, that's just a lot. You know, I'm giving constantly. Well, there's a reason for that. Come at, come from a place of joy, not a have to, you know, with a want to, not a have to. And people will really like, like admire and look up to you for that at some point. So I remember when I first started posting on social media 10 years ago, I was trying to really figure it out. It was back when you posted most multiple times a day, like five posts a day. And I was like, this is crazy. Now it doesn't have to be that way at all, which is awesome. But it's just like, I knew I wasn't everybody's cup of tea and that's okay. And I knew people were just going to take, and there's so many more people just watching you rather than taking action. You know, in today's world, there's not a lack of knowledge at all. It's a lack of action takers because we can see that on social media, people just scrolling by and they may like it in their head, but they're not showing that action. Hey, I support you. I like it. Thank you for sharing. One thing that I really love to do is find the leaders on whatever platform I'm on or whatever, something kind of pops up at me being like, wow, this person's really, you know, stepping up and stepping out. 
I'm going to drop them a message, whether they see it or not being like, Hey, I really appreciate you the way you're showing up in this way. I got it from this post. Thank you so much. And really being able to support other leaders because those leaders most likely don't get anything. They just get asked, Hey, what more can you give me rather than getting like some, you know, kudos. Cause those are always nice to get. Hey, it's Danielle Cobo. I'm jumping in real quick to say thank you for tuning into the dream job with Danielle Cobo podcast. How often do you feel stuck in your career? Maybe you're discouraged by your quota and frustrated that you're leaving money on the table. I get it. I hear it from clients all the time. What would your life look like if you were energized, motivated, and confident every time you received your quota? When you know exactly where you're going, it becomes a lot easier to get there. How would you feel if you knew exactly where to go and how to get there? That's how I support my clients. With the steps that work, and how to avoid the steps that don't. Because here's the thing, your success is directly correlated to how quickly you give up and how will you adapt to change? What if you had someone who made sure you kept going even when it feels hard? In sales, there's no cap on how much you can earn. The only limit is your mindset, adaptability, skills, and resiliency. When you build a strategic plan and approach your business, you can say goodbye to being mediocre and say hello to President Circle. I've experienced firsthand earning four back-to-back President Circles and led the historically poorest performing team to number one in the nation within two years. And I've taught thousands of salespeople just like you. If you want to earn and receive the same success my clients have, I invite you, schedule your career discovery call today doesn't cost you anything. So there's nothing to lose. Go to daniellecobo.com and schedule your career discovery call. The time is now. Don't let another quarter go by being mediocre and start maxing out your comp plan. I look forward to hearing from you soon. It's so, it's so true because, you know, we are posting consistently on various social media platforms and, you know, you put a lot of time. I mean, I block out an entire day to do content and to really try to provide value to anybody who's following me. And, you know, when, when people are commenting and they're engaging and they're responding, you're like, Oh, awesome. Like, I'm so glad that I was able to make an impact in these people's Mm -hmm. lives. And so, yeah, if for those of you that are out there, no matter what platform you're on, engage, connect. And, you know, I really want to kind of circle back to something within your career, because whether you are a business owner, whether you are working for an organization, let's really talk about the value of developing your brand. Mm. Because that in itself, you know, when we're looking at what's our short-term career goals, what's our long-term career goals, our brand is a, comp- is a combination of our reputation and how we're showing up in the world. It's also now how we're showing up on social media. So let's talk a little bit about developing your brand. Yes. And this is something where I want to just say this right out front. It's not really a, a, a an option anymore, to be honest with you, to build it. Like you, you get to build it. You kind of have to build it. Like when people go and say, oh, who's Daniel Kobo? They're going to go look on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. They're going to go start doing that kind of search or they'll type it in Google and those social platforms will be the first to pop up. I promise you that. So being able to build a brand, and I was actually talking about this with somebody on a call right before you, because I'm going to make a post about this. I got my little sticky note as a reminder is, does your profile match your area of expertise? Like, does it really match your area of expertise? So 
when somebody comes to your profile, is it really embodying who you are, what you're about? And, and maybe you're sitting here being like, well, I don't know what platform I'm supposed to be on. I don't know how to post. There's a lot of support out there and a lot of, whether it's courses or free information or hiring a social media manager to help you. But really it comes down to this before you hire anybody, any help, how do you want to be perceived online? And number one, like, how do you want to be perceived? Number two, brand yourself, not your business. So we'll start with how do you want to be perceived? I always tell my clients inside of my program, because as we're building that confidence in their message, confidence and clarity on camera, we match it with a social strategy that is really going to be able to speak to their right target audience. A lot of people that come to me have a business and they want to be able to make an ROI and monetize their social media. So they come to me for that. And I'm like, I give them this. I'm like, what are your three pillars? Like when somebody's coming to your social media, it's kind of like your TV show, right? Like, what are they coming for? What are they going to see? So what is important to you? What do you want to share? Maybe it's financial freedom. Maybe it's, you know, health and wellness. Maybe it's um, the importance of family. Now creating content around those pillars. So people have that consistency from you. Because the pe- people are so consistent at being inconsistent. So if you show up consistently, they're like, oh, that's good. Like, I love how they keep showing up. And you're going to spark some kind of something in them at some point. But you got to be able to be like, okay, what do I want people to, to know me for? What is going to be the perspective of my profile? But then secondly, stop hiding behind your business. Stop hiding behind, like, I can help people do this, help people do that. Show some, like we've been talking here, vulnerability, openness, transparency, you know, the tough times and being able to share those tough times with people with a, I like to add a little silver lining to it. So it's not just airing your dirty laundry, but I just shared, you know, the beginning of this, I got fired from my news job. I was cheated on by somebody that I thought was going to be my husband. And I shared that not to talk bad on anybody, but to be like, look, when I stepped into what I was called into being, this is what happened. That didn't feel good. That I felt like I was stabbed in the back. There was a lot of hurt that came from that. However, has anybody else gone through that? Yes. Do people share that all the time? Not necessarily because it hurts and it's really vulnerable, but I, I received so much support, so much love. And then val- like, I'm not going to lie. There was some validation there too, of like, look, I'm not the only one going through this. People need to hear this message because social media was created to have genuine connection with other people. And we've really kind of stripped humanity out of social media. So stop hiding behind your business, start putting more things out there so people can get to know you because there's a lot of business coaches out there, for example, a ton, like thousands and thousands and thousands. But the difference maker is you, who you are, how you show up, how you make that person feel, if they feel like you're relatable and you can have that connection. So Again, what do you want people to come see when they come to your social media profile? It's basically your TV show. What do you want to show? And then secondly, like brand yourself, because if you brand your business and you end up getting out of that business, well, it's, it's done. It's over with, you know, then you got to start all over. But if you brand your name, you brand yourself, you're going to have lower loyal followers for life. And I've been branding myself for the last 10 years. I've been in a couple different things before I found my sweet spot and what I'm really called to do. But I still have people who've been following me this whole time that love every minute of it, that are like, I'm here, I'm loyal, I'm with you. And who doesn't want that? Yeah. And and you are really the expert when it comes to branding for coaches. And for me, what I do is I work with branding women when it comes to their career. And so it's the same philosophy and the same approach when it comes to if you really want to excel in your career, and let's say you want to climb the corporate ladder, or you want to create opportunities that you may not even know about, but you want them to be attracted to you, it's that same approach. Because 
if you're not putting yourself out there, then people aren't going to know about you. And Mm -hmm. people don't get promoted for doing their job well. People get promoted because the potential that people see in them. And so you never want to be in a position where you're looking for a job. You always want to be in a position where you're either being recruited or you've developed such a, a reputable brand about yourself that people are saying, okay, we want to promote you into this position. And if you're not doing that, then you're really putting limitations on the, how fast the trajectory of your career can be. Yes, that is so good. And I have, and just from the last 10 years, I mean, I've had so many opportunities like this. Like, I'm so grateful to be on this platform and your podcast. I've been on so many other different podcasts in the last, like, just in 2021 alone, I mean, like dozens and dozens of podcasts, summits, virtual stages. Like we want somebody who's really going to be able to have that connection point with the audience. Cause there's a lot of people, if they get out of the news, they'll either go into PR or they'll do something like what I'm doing because we're taking our skill set of what we learned. But you get that cookie cutter, so stiff, like non-relatable person. And I used to be that in the news. And I'm like, that's not me at all. Like, I'm very like, you know, fun and like relaxed and let's have a good time. And I really want to get to know you. I'm the type of friend I'm like, hey, let's scuba dive into what's really going on rather than staying at the surface level type of person. And I've, I've had that feedback of people like, I really feel that from you. I really feel seen, heard and appreciated. And that's really what it's about. And that's how I share with people how to be able to express that in your brand. So then people can really get to know you on that level, because the best compliment I've ever received, and I always aim to help other people get it too, is who you are online is who you are offline. There's no disconnect. Like that's the same. Nobody's being tricked. Nobody's being like, oh, I didn't expect that. Like, it's just really congruent. And then you feel good too, because you don't have to put on this facade of this is what I think people want to see versus what I actually am. Just be you and the right people will be there. And you'll also repel the people that aren't supposed to be on your journey too. Absolutely. I I agree with you a hundred percent. And I know that in a similar situation, when I was in corporate America, I didn't truly understand the power of vulnerability and how vulnerability gives you the opportunity to connect with people on a different level. I spent Mm -hmm. a lot of my corporate time fearing judgment and, you know, how should people perceive me? And I was very guarded. I had a guard up for me for a long time. And a lot of people would say, well, you're unauthentic. And it wasn't until I stepped out and I really took inventory of who am I? What do I want to be? And really took inventory of what are my insecurities? Because I learned a lot through those and really said, okay, what do I want to do? What's my passion? How do I get to make an impact and support people? And what legacy do I want to leave? And that's where social media gives you a platform to share your knowledge, make an impact, support others through your vulnerabilities so that they don't know, they know they're not alone and create connections. And now when I'm working with organizations, when it comes to leadership development, I talk about the power of vulnerability in a company culture um, and developing your brand. That's beautiful. I love that, especially getting into the corporate culture. If we can get into some more vulnerability there, because there's a certain vulnerability I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs have, at least maybe the circle that I'm in. Because I mean, I mean, you kind of have to burn the boat, get in. It's a little bit, there's struggles in there. You don't get the the cush of the corporate, right? Like you really are on your own, but then there's a lot of beauty of it too. Um, but in the corporate space, it is very stiff, is very regimented. There's not very many people that have kind of gone outside the box. And if they do, like myself, I, I got fired. 
But like not every, I don't feel like every company culture is like that. So I love the fact that you are pressing in on that. Just be yourself. Like this is who you are. And then you'll, once you start being vulnerable in yourself, you're going to figure out, am I meant to stay here? Are these my people or am I meant to move? That will also be a question that will come into play. Um, I went through that. I said, oh my gosh, like I worked so hard to get into this industry and the news industry. And then for it to be ripped out from under me because I wanted to serve people at a different level that wasn't hurting anybody. I was like, this is crazy. You rather talk, they rather talk about death and destruction than really like how to help people at a granular level, kind of like what you're doing with the vulnerability, because I feel like vulnerability for some is like a cuss word. They're like, oh no, don't say that. Like, don't say that. And I'm like, that's because we haven't normalized it. And I love the fact that you're normalizing it. Yeah. A lot of times, especially as women, you know, there is this fear of being a woman, especially in corporate America, where you know, less than 50% of women in corporate America are in leadership roles. And so the fear out there, the perception out there is if I'm vulnerable, I'm considered weak. Mm-hmm. And it's not until you really, you know, let that guard down. And what I've experienced is when you let that guard down and you're vulnerable and you get to connect with people, it's interesting. I actually gained more confidence through that process because I started to truly understand the challenges I've been through and through those challenges, how I, how I've shared them with people. And then the steps I've taken to overcome those challenges. So even though you're being vulnerable by sharing your challenges, you're also showing up as a confident leader because you're supporting others through the steps to go through those. Mm, That is so good. I love that. I love every part of that. That is so good. And you do, you really do get that back. You really do build that confidence on yourself when you start sharing, because you're never going to know until you get some kind of feedback. Like you, you just really won't. And so you'll create this story in your head thinking like, oh, it's going to be this way. And it probably won't. It'll be something totally different. But I just let people know, be open to the experience. Start messy. It's not going to be perfect. It's going to feel weird and uncomfortable. And your brain's probably going to tell you, hey, danger, danger. What are we doing here? Like, this is uncomfortable. That's okay. Like, stop trying to be in this little bubble all the time. I'm actually so comfortable being uncomfortable. It's I tell it's like not even funny anymore. It's like if I get comfortable, I'm like, oh, I'm not supposed to be here. What more can I be doing to really be able to help pursue um, more and just growth and, and serve other people? And so that becomes really addicting because when you start seeing that ripple effect of you become vulnerable and then because you were vulnerable with this person, now they are with that person. Now it's developing healing and more deeper relationships. That's what people really want at the end of the day. Like that's really what they're after, whether they want to say it out loud or not. You were spot on with this. So when you're in situations where you're the most uncomfortable, that's when you grow the most. When you really lean into that, that's when you grow the most. So tell us, what are three things that our listeners can take away from our conversation today? Because you've shared so many nuggets, you know, when we talk about vulnerability and confidence and, you know, pivoting within your career, what are three things that you can share with our audience? Yeah, this has been so good. Three things, goodness, boiling it down to three. I would say um, the biggest thing is start messy, start messy, like being able to not, it's not going to be perfect right out the gate, just get started and be willing to, you know, be flexible with the process, start messy, be flexible and just grow with that process. Um, secondly is really being able to, I think be vulnerable is definitely the next one, um, that right there with yourself first and foremost, and then with other people and being able to be comfortable about talking about that, normalizing vulnerability, I think is so key. And then when it comes to building your brand on social media, I mean, really get down to it. Like, 
why do you want to be out there? Like, why, what's your, what's your driving force as to why you want to brand out there? Cause it's not really a luxury anymore. It's not a, you know, this is, this is a good idea. It's like, we, we got to put ourselves out there because we're constantly selling ourselves every day, whether it's to significant other, a client, a job, whatever people are out there Googling and watching what kind of value do you want to give and how can you start doing that on social media where it just goes a little bit deeper, not so surface level. A lot of people do that, but how can you share your experience experiences that are unique to you and um, allowing that to be mentorship to other people. So those would be the three things that I'd say would probably be the biggest takeaways uh, on this podcast. Wow. That's, that's very powerful. And Thank you so much, Molly, for joining us today. You've had such an incredible message and you've really showed up and shared struggles, challenges, successes, and your journey through the process. Uh, Well, thank you for having me, Danielle. I really appreciate what you're doing and giving people a voice, but it's been an absolute pleasure to be on your show. Oh, well, thank you. So for those of you that are listening, I invite you to do a couple things is if there's specific topics that you want to hear in this podcast, I invite you to direct message me as we've talked about. I, you can direct message me on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, all social media platforms, as well as if you've enjoyed this episode, comment, write a review and share with your friends and family. Thank you so much for joining and create an intentional day. Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Grit podcast with Danielle Cobo. If you found today's episode resonating and inspiring, kindly take a moment to craft a review. Your review holds the potential for Apple and Spotify to share the Unstoppable Grit podcast with others. Furthermore, consider extending the ripple effect by sharing this episode with those around you, family, friends, colleagues, and anyone who could benefit from the insights and stories shared here. Also, be sure to visit daniellecobo.com for more resources on cultivating resilience and unleashing your inner grit. We'll be back soon with another empowering episode. Until then, be unstoppable.